is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank that. you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergaff. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to today's Todd and Friends Podcast, brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC. Greg Snow sitting in for Todd Bergeth on a Friday, rainy, cold afternoon. And I got my good buddy who loves to play golf. <laughs> Not in these conditions, but, uh, you know, Jeff, it's been a rough... Jeff Ash, sorry, everybody. Uh, it's been a rough start to the golf season. Again, it feels like we get these over and over again. How are you getting through right now without being able to play? Although you did sneak out a few last night. Yeah, our course opened yesterday. We had a golf meet, um, so and it was kind of a double golf meet because mm-hmm. McCray was supposed to host one day and then Central was supposed to host like a few days later, so they decided to combine it. So I think they teed off at one yesterday. So the kids played in that rain, but we didn't. It was. It must have been a six to seven hour eighteen oh, yeah. hole round for them. Yeah. I mean, I know you've been part of that. Well, it and I saw forever. some. And I'm on. Uh, I'm on Snapchat still with the RCW golf team, and they were sending some things of, this is so slow. Oh and, my. You know, again, it was. Uh, they got locked up a little bit. It's a. Uh, it, with yeah. those conditions, we don't want to play in those Asher. No, I mean, I'm, I know. I I kind of noticed that last night. I'm like, I used to be the kind. Just it doesn't matter. I just want to play. I want to play and. I don't know if it's an admonition of getting old or, I don't know, probably not smarter. smarter yet. No, you're know. not. No, I know. But, yeah, I, just, I caught myself, too. I'm like, so are these bad shots that I'm hitting because it's early, because of the weather, because, you know, you're you're not in, not like we were so bundled up or anything, but it's just different when there's, you're wiping your clubs off, you're wiping oh. your seat off, you're, you know, all the things you're worried about, you know, and, and again, I think it gives us a reason to blame it, but. I just want it to be normal. Yeah. Just even for a day. Three layers. Yeah. Your tight looks like you're swinging in a golf simulator. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. Definitely swinging out of the bucket or whatever they throw in the water in the, out. Yeah, stay in the bucket. Yeah. All right, so, let, let's so, move. But, yeah, we did get some holes in last night, so it was fun to play with some of the Hawk boys, <laughs> the um, crew, and at least get some holes in and, you know. Get the golf season Get a little money started. flowing. We got like eight holes in. So. Good for you. Yeah. All right, let's go move on to the A topic. Todd always blames me for, uh, I've said this all week, of burying the lead. Well, obviously the lead was, and I love talking to Asher because him and I see cousins very similarly, <laughs> and we were kind of moving forward. So before the draft, uh, what page were you on? Again, take me back to where did you want to see the Vikings go, and then we'll get to what actually happened. But what was what was your thought process going in? Vikings at 23, what did you want to see done? I think, and we talked about this while we were golfing last night because we had a lot of guys that are in tune with it and fans of the Vikes and, and all of it and sports. But I said the sad thing, and I maybe said this to Carrie last night, I said as much as it would be exciting to pick the quarterback and whatever else, I said we have so many yeah. issues so many in our needs. secondary, in our defensive line, in our offensive line. And then they come and, and they – pick a wide receiver, which I would be lying if I said I did all of the studying and I was as ready as I could have been for it and everything else to even know. I don't know if that was one where they were like, if this guy's available, we have to take him. But it's also easy to think, oh, you have Jefferson. That isn't enough. You know, I mean, you do need more. But I'm thinking, geez, we need so much stuff. I don't know. So, so before the draft, you were thinking defense? For sure. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was at too. And but I, I, yeah, but again, I didn't know everybody enough to be like, oh, that's a bad pick or whatever. I haven't really seen any, like, I haven't seen the grades or anything for the, for the first round right. if they have it or what even. The, I felt like they didn't talk about it very much last night. You know, like they were so they they were talking so long about the pick before us. I'm like, are I you going to talk about the Vikes here? And so <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, did you see that? You know, for the quarterback, Will Levitz or whatever, it was a point one percent of him not getting picked in the first round. Yeah, so kind of felt bad for the guy, but so I want to get to that. So the Vikings obviously they traded down a pick. Um, I'm not even see what the compensation was, but the point was is that Levis was available, and the Vikes didn't go there. Did you? Were you hoping they would go there when well, it came up? My thing with it is yes, maybe <clears throat> overall that would have been fun. But for, okay, next year he's not going to play for one. So then I'm like, so our first-round draft pick is a guy that is not going to play and we have all of these issues. Yeah. It'd be different if here we are we're like, you know, we can take a chance on this because we're so solid. Yeah. You know, and we don't have so many holes. But I'm like, where do you even start? We You could pick five positions, you know, where you'd be like, we are just have gaping issues there. And so from that aspect, from the common sense one for me, I'm like, it just doesn't make sense. We'll figure this quarterback thing out. And there's no guarantee with him. I mean, if he's so great, why is he sliding all the way down? Or who knows, you know? And then all the stories come up about they kept talking about Boomer as ice, and I'm like, yeah, Boomer was great, but okay. He, yeah. To me, he seemed like a yep. second round pick, you know. Uh, His I career. A, you know, I had a buddy I, who said he's a third round grade. Him and so, Richardson both are third round grades. Oh yeah, that's in his mind. Yeah. So I was like, I hope oh, we don't just okay. go with the oh, this guy has all of the tools. You know, I'm like, we've been there. Right. So either we either need to do it through a trade, you know, and I'm still hopeful for the Trey Lance thing, and a lot of that's just personal. You know, it's easy to why you'd glom on to that, but I would have loved to. That to me made more sense. Now I don't get all of the money and you know and all that compensation and stuff but just the idea of I would understand that for one year he maybe wouldn't be the guy or you know and I understand there's all kinds of difficulties with getting rid of cousins this year but um I don't know I just we have so I just hope we can somehow fill all these holes so we're not having the same conversation at the end of the year like well that's great we have the best wide receiver we have a good enough quarterback pretty good running back you know, tight end situation's good, but we can't protect our quarterback, whoever it is, and our quarterback doesn't move around. And then on the defense, you know, we don't stop anybody. <laughs> it's like, okay. so so we <laughs> Sounds like the Vikings. So we add this <laughs> dynamic piece. Uh, I had a, somebody who told me, and I'm going to ask you this one because I'm still confused by it, and I want somebody to talk me off the ledge. We had somebody say, well, he was best available and we need a wide receiver. What does best available mean? I mean, does can anybody tell me that? Because right now, Will Levis is best available, and he's been best available for the last right. twenty picks. And I probably don't even think like if you're asking Mel Kiper, which I'm, you know, kind of over Mel Kiper and his hair, but um, I think there wasn't even a close second on his list to, you know, best it available. Just, yeah, and then as you go down, it's like not. It's kind of crazy to see. As important as the quarterback position was, the one thing I saw towards the end of that draft, ironically, is how none of them need quarterbacks. Right. And the good were, teams don't need them. And they were the best teams, and they had a really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, isn't that ironic? Isn't that crazy? So <laughs> so that might flip you going back to, well, then why aren't you taking a chance on him if it's such an important position? Nobody argues that it's not important, but it's pretty glaring when you were just like, well, geez, I kept I'm like, well, Baltimore, I guess I missed the fact that Lamar signed. You know, I'm like, do they need a quarterback? Right, you know, <laughs> right. But, do they or don't they? Right. Yeah, so some of that stuff is just so confusing, but – 
I don't know. Well, that's I keep coming back to this fact that I don't even know what best available means, and I do think that if the Vikings say this, well, he, Addison was the best available. They're lying. I mean, again, because the Philadelphia Eagles had this Carter guy as their number pr- one best the available. best available wide receiver, they I would, suppose. If but. Eagles had number one pick, they said that they would have drafted him at number one over anybody else. Well, obviously, they have Hurts, right? And that, But I keep going back to, well, he was number one best available for you. Mm-hmm. So for the Vikings, um, obviously, Will Levis wasn't the best available because many people would agree that the Vikings are in need at quarterback. Right. Not right now, but next year. And so the point being is... I don't even know what that means anymore. I don't even want to hear people talk about it because I think that the Vikings obviously were talked about needing a wide receiver too. But I was with you. I'm like, we have so many other holes. Um, this offense, if as we, our first pick, it really surprised me. But Asher, if we could protect the statue, how good could this offense be? <laughs> right. I mean, seriously. And there are other pieces, and through free agency and whatever else, you know. I mean, look at the way they picked up Hawk. It's yeah, like, there are ways to do that. But I said it is not does not matter how many we could have three of the best wide receivers if he can't get them the ball i and if we can't stop anybody i mean i get the whole outscoring them but at some point well the giants held the ball left and right cousins couldn't get the ball in his hands right so again there comes a point where his contract and what he brings to us hampers what you can do elsewhere and so that's that's the point that i think you and i have been saying forever is that you can give him all the pieces but if you can't protect the statue what do you I mean, what are the Kirk Cousins lovers now going to say this year? We know because we've heard it forever. Well, the defense is terrible. Well, uh, yeah, we traded picks to get Hawk mm-hmm. picks. We've trade now. We've used our number one pick on a wide receiver who could turn out to be really good from what, everything that I've read. Mm-hmm. I guess he gets into his route quickly. Um, he's got surprising sneaky good speed. Even well, though and he we need be- guys like that with Kirk. You know, that's why yes. J.J. is so good. That's why Thielen was so good. It's like we had the best route runners, but they have to run precise they routes. And he Because he's throwing it a lot of times before mm-hmm. they're even into it. Because he can't do any, you know, he can't buy any time for them to get loose. Have you heard so. about his hands? I haven't, I didn't read anything yeah. about. Well, I heard, yeah, I heard that he has incredible hands. Okay. Is what they said last night, that he had great hands. So now think about that. you got a quarterback who can throw actually really good balls. If you've got three guys that can catch it really at will. I mean, I think Hawkinson isn't as good a hands as people scream that he has. I mm-hmm. there's just some but still, those three guys, I'm now more even more on the page of get rid of Delvin. Gotta send him packing. Yeah. Madison will be good enough. Because if you're wide if your throwing game it could be as good as we think it could be, but and we still have no right guard. We st- or left guard, one of the two. We still our center is still as porous as my house, which mm-hmm. has six leaks right now. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, what are you gonna do up the middle? Well, you need a quarterback who can recognize that and can get out of the pocket when things are breaking down. Because apparently our two tackles are elite, Darisaw and O'Neal. Apparently. Yeah. If they if they could play the whole season. Well, yeah. apparently, right? But again... It, well, it's it, nice to at least hear that, you it, know, that we have a little bit instead of just like from left to right. <laughs> they're not very good. But if the, but if the breakdown of, of the offensive line is still coming, I'm just not sure. So Do we what, even have a secondary, no, though? Or are we just going <laughs> to... No, we have Murphy. <laughs> And we picked him up via free agency. That's it. Right. That's they are right. banking on the fact that Booth will be healthy and play. You but know, he still, was a top pick. Again, he's he's basically a rookie. Shambles back there. And that was the one position where rookie. they talked. A couple of those guys were pretty dang good. You know, those cornerbacks that they had available. I'm so. still not sure who's playing linebacker. Yeah. Hicks was Hicks was not let go, there was but it was expected. a really good linebacker available, too, with that pick. Yes. Uh, what was it? Was it Nolan Smith? Maybe, yes. Was the one that I kept hearing yep. that we could have gone with. Yep. Uh, let's see. Where did he end up going? 
um, because he was one that I, I was kind of keeping my eye on as well. And I wasn't as in tune with the draft, but I also think that the Vikings saw, check this out, Asher, 20th pick, wide receiver, 22nd pick, wide receiver, 23rd pick, wide receiver. There's and the Vikings maybe went, um... And so they'll lie and say that Addison was number one. And I'm right. okay with it. This is this is legal lying. I'm okay with them coming across saying this was our guy all along and oh he fell to us because with Jefferson it right. worked out. Right. You know, when everybody else picked the you know, those other guys, yeah. it was fine for us to get it. So what are you looking for the rest of the draft? I want all defense. I don't want one more right. maybe in, maybe a guard to try a flyer on, but I want all defense and just to see who can stay and stay. Oh uh, yeah. We've got a However many picks we have left, we need some of them to I pan think it's out. Three only, but you know, trader. Well, maybe we picked up an extra one when it's, we traded it's down. It's not spot, like our pass rush is the purple. No people eaters either. No, they're not. <laughs> so. And and some would argue that you got to build your defensive line that makes your secondary better. Yeah, and Flores will probably you know maybe he will make some of these guys that you'd be like, well, why? Because we have used top round picks on some of these guys. I'm like, I, I think I said I said this on the podcast. I said I know a coach on defense can make a difference because some of these guys are no different than the next guy. It's just literally the scheme, the motivation, how they're being used, what's expected of them. And, you know, hopefully some of that will be no different than what O'Connell, I think, brought to the offense too as far as what he wants that to be and stuff. We need. So I like the fact that we're bringing somebody in established that is tough and has a great track record. So I feel like at least from the coaching side of it, now it's you know they should be at least maximizing everybody's potential. And there's got to be potential there, but we have holes. So something for us to talk about as the season goes on next year, you know, in September, October, is the best free agent signing might have been Flores. It could, if he can turn this defense, because on paper, I'm saying without Kendricks. Because it's not names. There's no names now. I mean, Dantzler wasn't awesome, but he was still a body out there. No Peterson. Uh, There's just some... People when that are Harrison gone. is, you know, he's about done. Another year older, which yeah. was the argument for Kendricks, why he's got to go, right? Yeah. I mean, he was getting a little long in the tooth, but still, are you going to be able to replace that production? Right. I doubt it. Yeah, you know, even a even a seventy five percent or a year older Kendricks, but the salary was getting too big. Again, our argument about Cousins: the salary doesn't match what he gives you and what he brings at his age. Yeah, and again, the fact that we're so bad on the offensive line or have been so bad. We can't give the guy what he needs to be successful. Anyways. Who can? <laughs> well, <laughs> There's probably some lines uh, out there. But the, yeah, the old Dallas Cowboys line <laughs> right. maybe. Uh, who's the yeah. best line last year? That I, I, I'm definitely over that. You know, whatever. You know, Kirk will still get a few years with somebody. Who knows? But Oh, I, I don't disagree that somebody, I mean, San Francisco. Or he might your Trey Lance thing. He might be a backup too. You know, who knows for a couple years? I don't know. I think we can actually gain speed if we would trade him for Trey Lance and the fact that we might get a few extra draft picks. Mm -hmm. And again, Trey Lance maybe has a little bit more mobility, escapability, and can make some plays outside of the box. We're not seeing that with Cousins or haven't. Um, Again, anybody who brings up stuff that he's done, well, again, I've I've had a hole in one before. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, Asher? It's not like I do play par three as well. Right. But I've had a hole-in-one before, so I should make more hole-in-ones. Good right? analogy. Right? I, but yep. I'm a terrible par-3 player overall. I've done the stats. Are we going to talk about golf now? No. No. <laughs> we're going to hockey. I want to talk wild. Something big, else I'm an expert big, on. Big game tonight. Are you watching? Oh, for sure I'll be watching. Okay, so you are an expert. You're watching. Oh, yeah. I was just I'm a gonna... fan. I'm not an expert. I well, mean, we're, none of us are Bolson. I used to play floor hockey and a little bit of City League, you know. but None of us are Bolson. He, he bleeds that stuff, but he has to. Yeah. 
right? What does he really know about it, though? Well, he's an idiot just like the rest of us, but yeah. we love, you know. Why do you have to bring us into that? Why can't we just stop it? He's an idiot. <laughs> wonder if he'll listen. I hope he but does. He, does, he is going to listen to this one because he's going to come back with his cousin's stuff. Well, plus he'll be like, if he hears any inkling that we mentioned him, he'll want to know. Yeah, I'm going to bring it up. Anyway. I, yeah, I'll talk to him. Moving I'll on. talk to him at the golf course. Day. Okay, so I haven't heard. I want to see. Have you heard? Uh, let's see if I can find it. Who... Dean is going to put in the goal tonight. I would assume it's Gustafson, but I don't know. I would assume, but we are um, struggling. We're leaking oil bad. Yeah. So. Let me see if I can find it. Who Before I find it, who do you think it's going to be? You think it's going to be uh, the Gussie? I don't know. I didn't know that there was any scuttle. I realize you know, well, we went with Flurry, but you know, unless he's saying, if I'm going to go down at this point, I guess I want it to be with the old Wiley veteran, but... We're definitely in jeopardy of that now. I think it could be. Uh, looks like uh, Pavelski might be. Is that the dude that was out? Well, one of their guys might be out. I'm, I should have done a little homework on this, but I didn't have time. I don't see it. So I I want to see him in the net. I think the Wild can win this one tonight. Who do you want to see in the net? Uh, Gustafson. Oh, okay. Not Fleur. Yeah, I, I think Flower is, um, if he comes back next year, I'm fine with him being the second goaltender. Sure. I don't want him to be your lead guy, which we last year kind of caused some issues. He could almost be the issues. coach. Well, yeah, he's that old, um, right. but the dude is still a Hall of Famer. Yeah, um, sure. It's hard to argue, and I think he could be. I don't even know his salaries. I don't follow salaries very well with uh, hockey, but if you can get a second goaltender of Hall of Fame caliber, fairly cheap, um, that's the way you want to go. Obviously, you know, Krill's been kind of quiet. Um, we're going to need something from him tonight. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I saw something that said, hey, should Felino just start in the box tonight so we can get rid of, <laughs> just end the formalities and maybe save him a game misconduct or something? Right. I I, I that one's kind of funny to me too, but that's how I'm, I've gotten to know him by watching those. He's in the penalty box all the time. I'm like, well, it's the same guy. I'm super so. excited about it. Um, I want to then let's go to golf. Then um, saw something in the news today about the live guys are still talking that they need world ranking points because they're starting to more and more getting eked out of majors. Where does Jeff Ash stand on this position on what the majors need to do or what the PGA tour needs to do? The world ranking points is the number one topic in golf right now, because we aren't going to get the quote unquote best players Mm -hmm. at the majors because of this. Where's Jeff Ash in this? Well, now that we have a little history with the masters um, and everybody on this show, you know, that we talked about, my stance was very anti live, just kind of like, I'm a PGA guy. I can't believe you did this um, and what all of that. But after watching it, after watching how they interacted, kind of watching the players and what their real real takes are, I guess, I don't know. I don't like not having some of those guys involved sometimes because, yeah, when you start seeing these tournaments on the weekends now without them and, you know, yes, it's giving them a chance, but I don't know that it's giving – it's fine for a weekend to watch some of these guys. I'm like, oh, yeah, he looks like he might be an up-and-comer or whatever. But the superstars, the Masters, U.S. Open, British Open, those kind of things, yeah, I like seeing all the personalities, all of the guys that have earned that personality. Um, so I guess I'm saying that I'm fine with making it be as good as it can. I'm disappointed that it has to be like that. Yeah. But, um, it's where it's where we're at now. I mean, we can't yeah. change the past. That we're going to have two tours for the foreseeable future. Many of us believe live will go under pretty, you know, within mm-hmm. the next five years. I'm a live guy. I'm not an anti live guy. So I, I've been one that I like have, being able to watch more golf. But yeah. I also want for certain events, I want them all back under one roof. And again, Mickelson offered up that maybe it should be the top ten and live get get exemptions into those. Again, each 
each one of those entities would have to make that decision themselves. It sounds like everybody's waiting for the other one. And if you just took the top 10, that wouldn't necessarily mean what we consider the superstars would be. No, that's true. Some of these guys haven't played very well. That's a really good point, that the top 10 in live wouldn't be a superstar. No. Right? It's somebody that just played well. I look forward to Taylor Gooch being Right, or Charles Howell. Which, fine, but yeah, like, I don't care. I think Charles Howell is in the top 10 of live. We can all, I know. Yeah. So, like, like, and I read some of that when I was doing my whole master's picks, you know, it was their takes on... Well, this guy still thinks he's actually on a tour, you know, like a guy that's still trying, you know, versus the ones that just got paid. They all got paid, but the, it was a kind of a funny co- commentary where he said, well, this guy still thinks, you know, like he's on some kind of a tour, like yeah. it really matters yet. So he's still really trying and practicing and whatever else. And it was some middle of the road guy. But Well, more to come on that. Asher, thanks for coming in today. Appreciate chatting with you. We see the Vikings very similarly, and I love that. Um, but I do like when people disagree with me as well. All oh, of that's for fun. Sure. But all right, you have a wonderful Friday. Probably aren't golfing today, I'm guessing. Uh, it doesn't look real. No, good, it's but not pretty no. out there. That's Jeff Ash. I'm Greg Snow for today's Todd and Friends podcast, brought to you by Heritage Bank. Remember, after I see, we hope you all have a wonderful weekend. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at kwlm 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.